0: Shamelessly derivative and only sporadically funny, Due Date doesn't live up to the possibilities suggested by its talented director and marvelously mismatched stars. To which I say, it's pretty spot on. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh wow, I, I kind of enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it to an extent. It's, I'm I'm not gonna murder this movie, yeah. but it could
1: it could have been a lot better. I agree with that. And I and I think there's one glaring weakness. And I think I cracked the code of why. Oh, do you, Da it Vinci? Didn't... No, it's true. No, I, I, I think I cracked crack the code of why it didn't completely work. And I have a theory. Uh,
0: at which point will you enlighten me on this?
1: Uh, I can enlighten you now. I could just throw it out there now. And then we can then we could talk about nice stuff. But and I don't... think that, listen, this movie came out. 2010, this was their cashing in on Galifianakis, the Galifianakis-Todd Phillips combo. They're cashing in on Robert Downey Jr. He got Iron Man in 2008. And I think that, you know, Galifianakis in the Hangover was lightning in a bottle. This guy just like elevating this weirdo character in this bizarro world. And I think they just tried to duplicate his energy and write that energy for him into a movie. And in this movie, he doesn't, it doesn't work. Galvanicus does no. not work in this movie at all. No. It doesn't. Um, but I still think there's a lot of fun elements up to there's it. There's
0: some fun stuff. I definitely laughed out loud a few times. But like, yeah, he, uh, for a movie where he should have shined and been like the, the runaway MVP, like he's he's not. It's it's disappointing uh, performance by by him here.
1: Yeah, definitely. But I don't think it's all his fault though. I, I don't think it is either. But the, like you said, coming off the
0: Hangover, which is like that that character is some of like the weirdest like creep laughs i've had
1: at a movie um to to come to this
0: it's uh yeah it's it's a downgrade for certain
1: yeah i mean it's weird because i was looking at his imdb before and i you know i i knew he existed long before the hangover you know he he just been this bizarro world uh stand-up comedian performance artist uh at, at points and um you know when i saw him in the trailer for the hangover i was like oh that fucking guy like cool it's gonna be cool to see him in a movie and then the second the hangover starts you're like where has this guy been my whole life like why didn't this happen sooner absolutely yeah yeah and and this it's surprising to me that that he didn't come out of this hangover two and whatever string of flops that he might have had afterwards on Hangover three was the the next one (laughs) right 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 but but I think somewhere in there was Birdman before or after Hangover Three.
0: Uh, after I think I'm looking through his after. It's uh, one year later. Hangover Three was 13. Birdman's 14.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he Birdman I, mean, I think was a saving grace for him because he showed off some chops and he really hasn't done a lot like that since. Which is I he guess hasn't done really. a lot
0: like in general since. Like yeah, he he, he survived it. Like he's definitely not in like you know, like Hollywood Purgatory somewhere, but like he hasn't had a, a hit since then. Oh, really? He hasn't carried a movie since then.
1: No. Yeah, I guess he's kind of fallen off the radar. He still does between two ferns. Do you watch Baskets? No. His FX show neither do I. I mean, it's been on no. for five years, but it's
0: done 40 yeah. episodes. I, I, I have not watched a, a minute of it, but I was, I was curious uh, if you watched it and how it was, but never mind. We can skip that portion of the podcast.
1: No, no, but but you brought you brought up a good point because I think whenever somebody talks about baskets, they talk about Louis Anderson playing his mom. Like that's mm. the big thing on that show is is Louis Anderson playing his mom in drag but playing it completely straight. That's like the whole joke. But I, I don't know. Like I I think he's hilarious and I think that he might be one of those like standalone kind of like him and Tim and Eric sketches are fucking amazing. Like I think he needs to be in. Not a controlled environment, but he needs to Definitely be in a not. Zach. Yeah, he needs to be in a Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis friendly environment. Yep, you know, so. and even his role in Birdman, like he 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 provides a little bit of of brevity to these levity. scenes that are. I think you mean levity. Did I say brevity? You did. Ah, oh, fuck me. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's Love a little you. bit of god damn it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> he adds a little bit of level yeah all right i'll try that again he plays avicii's levels during the movie <laughs> no but he's a really great comic relief in that movie yes he's he's and he plays it he plays it straight he plays it completely straight um and then once in a while i just i never forget in the movie he says like martin scorsese in yeah. his like very in his very deadpan you know it i don't know i have mixed feelings about it i do not think he works in this movie at all i don't either and that's that's uh, part of why it's a bummer
0: I, I agree with the uh the critics on on it for the most part yeah
1: yeah how do you feel about planes trains and automobiles
0: so i uh, haven't i i haven't seen planes trains and automobiles which is a problem uh for this podcast and kind of for life in general um yeah I've got, I've got some buddies who give me shit uh, about kind of each week i reveal a sort of classic and related movie to our, our podcast topic that i haven't seen so during the Vegas vacation when I, I remarked that i hadn't seen the original vacation nor european vacation that got me some shit uh this will certainly get me some shit so my yeah, friends it's an ex- some, inexcusable some absolutely inexcusable yeah as, as i'm up late nights for this foreseeable future doing uh you know, not, not quite feedings yet, but, but sort of soothing my, my newborn, I will be watching some of these movies in the, in the very near future.
1: Speaking of which, holy shit, I I can't believe we didn't open with that. Probably because I just met your beautiful, beautiful little baby girl. Congratulations, daddy. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Um, so yeah, that's, this is why we're doing due date because, um, (laughs) we we were talking about upcoming, upcoming podcasts and we realized that I myself had a due date upcoming and, uh, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the baby was born two, two weeks ago yesterday, September 25th. Oh, two weeks ago tomorrow, sorry. Date, dates and times and all that stuff is not really a thing for me right now. But anyway, Friday, <laughs> fr- Friday, September 25th, my baby girl Charlotte was born. Her and my wife Jamie are doing great. We are a happy little family. The dog is adjusting very well. He's a very good big brother. So, family of four now over here and all all is right in the world.
1: Love it. Love you guys. Love you. She's, she's a- a little diamond. I just met her.
0: The more I hear that she looks like Jamie, the happier I am because a baby girl should not <laughs> not look like me. Uh, luckily, she does not have my nose. She has this cute little button nose, and not the beak that I have. So that's good news. <laughs> Thank God for that.
1: Well, all right. Well, seeing that we can't talk about planes, trains, and automobiles, this movie is very much in influenced by planes, trains, and automobiles, and it um, is so.
0: Yeah. Let, let let me rip through some facts here because that's that's gonna lead me uh, into the segue of this and so we'll 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 get back to, to, to your point here once I once I rip through some of these opening facts here.
1: Go for it. Today,
0: Rotten tomato score thirty nine percent. So just barely qualifies for our our criteria here. Audience score fifty-two percent. So they didn't they didn't love it, didn't hate it, just kinda middle of the road here. Released November fifth, twenty ten, a year after the hangover, kind of in between the uh, sort of monstrosity hangover 2 and hangover 3's uh opening box office just shy of 33 million number 1 that week not this movie surprisingly given our track record here mega mind what the fuck and is that movie it's uh i think will ferrell's in it oh yeah okay it's
1: it's a cartoon
0: yeah it's it's an animated flick um so that was number 1 that weekend uh other movies out that weekend so it's kind of like a halloween leftover weekend so I uh, saw the final chapter, Paranormal Activity 2, uh, the movie Red starring Bruce Willis, which I fucking love and it's been on cable a ton lately. Uh, I've never seen that. It's, it's an awesome action movie. It's like 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's every penny of it. One of the co-stars in it is the star of The Boys on Amazon, which which I just caught up with in the past uh, week or so. Also recommend that. Uh, and lastly, Jackass 3D. <laughs> I'd be remiss not to mention any opportunity to to give Jackass some, some love on the podcast.
1: Well, that was my one mention. My other mention was The Social Network, which I think is probably the most important movie of that decade. Um, I love that movie so damn much. I do too, and a sequel is is reportedly in the works.
0: Oh, Because a lot the has fall, happened since the 2010. The Fall of Suck?
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: Uh, a budget of $65 million. These numbers are gonna fucking blow you, blow your socks off.
1: Oh, I got them in front of me. It's ridiculous.
0: Domestic box office just over a hundred million. Worldwide box office two hundred and eleven million dollars. This fucking yeah. rushed. So while audiences did not score it very well, they went out in fucking droves to see it. And and it's really what what you, what you said in the opening. It's Downey off of Iron Man, right in the middle of like that come up with uh with uh, with, the, with the MCU and Galifianakis and Phillips right out of the
1: hangover this movie
0: was hot 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 and uh yeah, yeah unfortunately left, left me wanting more
1: let me ask you so if you okay let's let's just say that if it didn't come out if it didn't hit the hype that it had if this movie just kind of snuck under the radar and was just something that came out do you think that, that it would have been better received if there wasn't the I mean this trio of Phillips galifianakis and downey i think is just i mean on paper it's a fucking no-brainer
0: i I think it would have been like an inverse relationship i think the box office would be lower because they weren't coming off all that heat but the score might be higher because they weren't expecting so much out of it i don't think it would have been through the roof but like it might have been on like the 60s maybe like i'm not gonna gonna give away my score yet but like it would Mm -hmm. take it it would get a bump on the audience score but but the uh the modest score is definitely due to people wanting more out of this monster trilogy. Um, so to close our loop here, uh, the key review I found from Roger Ebert is "Due Date" is nearly a downmarket retread of the great comedy *Planes, Trains, and Automobiles*.
1: Yep, it pairs
0: Downey and Galifianakis in the Steve Martin and John Candy roles, puts them in a car together, sends them down the highway, and doesn't neglect to rip off not one but two car doors.
1: Yeah, yeah, the second car door is is actually i thought that was really funny (laughs) the second time it happens but yeah listen wait till thanksgiving to watch planes trains and automobiles i think it is the only thanksgiving movie that counts in my opinion i can't think of a second one for the life of me ever Hmm.
0: i guess it's a good point i'm trying to think of any notable thanksgiving flicks
1: it really surprises me that you've never seen it because because we're the same age like that movie was on fucking all the time when we were kids
0: yeah i don't know i don't really have an excuse for it i don't feel good saying out loud that i haven't seen it like (laughs) none none of this is a point of pride for me like i feel kind of fucking dumb right now yeah (laughs) here we are like i feel much worse about this than not having seen the vacation movies i don't know why but like i just that's that's kind of where i'm at
1: oh no it's worse than the vacation movies like it's unacceptable that you haven't seen it justified (laughs) um okay so our,
0: our stars, obviously, danny and, and Zach. Our cameos: Jamie Fox, Danny McBride, juliet Lewis, Todd Phillips, as in every Todd Phillips movie, and the
1: motherfucking rizza You didn't catch one. Shoot, Keegan Michael Key.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. In uh, the uh, uh, <laughs> uh, in the hospital room, where there's a, a sort of a sort of cringe-worthy moment there. But yeah, uh, Key Key in the hospital towards the end of the uh, towards the end of the movie.
1: Yep. Yeah, that, solid, that, like, real, real solid cameo list there. It's a very good come- cameo list. And um, I don't know, like I, I put, I didn't put uh, Jamie Foxx in the cameo thing because I thought he was in it a little too much. He's got like three scenes. Three too many. Yeah, that 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 whole little f- through line, I think that was just to kind of get to uh, 90 pages on the screenplay just so it yeah. can qual. So it wouldn't be an hour and 20 minute movie.
0: And a final jump to get them from, you know. Yeah lost to sort of on the on the way back to la by way of mexico
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know man i think it just caught me at the right time i guess like i i I remember liking it a lot in the theater and i still got i don't know i still ride with this movie i don't know what it is it tickles me we can i could i could absolutely hear your case when we get to cringeworthy and all that stuff but there are some some major gripes that i do have with some like I of this said, shit. i don't
0: i don't i don't hate this movie by any means but but i definitely uh, wanted to like at least have one moment where like i laughed that it hurt and it it didn't it didn't come here
1: yeah no no um, I, had a cu- I had a couple of, I, I had a couple of almosts with that yeah
0: yeah um, <laughs> my, my my the closest i will get to it never mind um, all right let's jump into some let's jump into okay. some categories shall we okay most cringeworthy scenes, starting off with just Bluetooth earpieces in general. Oh, anytime yeah. I, anytime I see <laughs> a Bluetooth device, like, man, that, that that category has come a long way technology-wise, thank God. Because just seeing people wear those just, like, little one blinking earpieces, I want to, like, fight that person immediately. Like, a- any person yeah. I see with it. And part of it's because I, I mentioned to you, I think, recently that I just started rewatching Breaking Bad in the first season there's uh, a category i think his name is ken his license plate is ken wins and (laughs) uh uh, walter white catches him in the uh in a bank and then a gas station and in both scenes he's wearing a bluetooth talking obnoxiously loud super douchey like i just assume anyone with a bluetooth is like a finance hardo like
1: yeah best wearing
0: dickhead uh that i just want to like punch in the nose
1: yeah, I always wanted it. anytime I would see somebody talking like that in public with one of those, I, I always fantasized about punching it off of their skull. Instantly. Yeah, yeah. And now I feel like the new, the new version of that, like the 2020 version of that, is somebody listening to something or watching something on their phone without headphones. And in that case, I would like to karate kick the phone <laughs> out of their hand.
0: <laughs> and the precursor to both of these... Is Staten Island ferry riding people playing with their ringtones?
1: Oh my god, is that is that a thing still? No, it was. It was. (laughs) It was.
0: Yeah. And before people just like watching Instagram videos with the sound of full volume, where people like literally just cycling through like their 11 Motorola ringtones on the ferry, like they didn't know what the fuck they were in the first place. (laughs) Like, Like they just got a cell phone, which they might have at that point, but man, that was so fucking annoying.
1: One of my first, uh, cool ringtones that i had do you remember that song uh back off i will take you on extra. Yes. but it was like beep 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 <laughs> i got i got a lot of compliments on that man it was a cool fucking ringtone i think people maybe lied to you <laughs> ah probably like uh, a, mid, a
0: midi version of of that like no <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: so um yeah bluetooth's absolutely so is that what the, the, the chain of events that happened that got them kicked off the plane, was that really enough for you to get no fly?
0: No, but you needed some sort of premise for the movie. Like and if it's that's if it's if it's much, any any bit more serious than to go into prison and there's just no movie at all. So like you yeah. need enough for it to be like annoying where they could throw him off the plane. Like it's definitely not enough for an air marshal to rubber bullet you in the chest. Like Danny <laughs> Danny wasn't aggressive. He was a dickhead, sure, but he wasn't aggressive at all didn't approach the air marshal didn't take a step forward was holding a bluetooth sassing him and got a fucking rubber bullet in the chest and then no fly like that's a real tough turn of events
1: yeah well if i saw somebody with a bluetooth get rubber bulleted i'd be like eh, hey, you know yeah they had to come in a comment. yeah i mean i don't know i i uh again like yes i get it there's no movie after that but i was like oh, you could have you could have i don't know you could have been a little more creative with why they got the the old heave ho i off actually the don't fucking know why airplane.
0: i don't know why zach alavanica's character got thrown off at all like he was saying bomb and terrorist or whatever to downy but like the the flight attendant never approaches him and never tells him to cool it she just approaches Downey. he gets like i said sassy he gets popped And then the next thing we know, that both of them are thrown off the plane. Like, for what? Like, what did Ethan Tremblay do?
1: What did Ethan Tremblay do? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. So what else did I have for? Yeah. So the Zach Galifianakis bad acting scene. I've done improvs with people at UCB and other places where those things actually do happen there are actors who are that bad at what they do and just can't ad lib to save their lives. And that it was accurate in the sense where it was cringeworthy and it was butthole puckering. Um, and that just, that just got me, this just got me good. I was just like, Oh God.
0: I thought you would have some thoughts on his, on his line of work and his aspirations, uh, in this movie, heading to Hollywood, other things like, uh, just how unaware, I know that's the whole character, but how unaware of anything Ethan Tremblay is. Like, He's like the least socially aware, self-aware, any type of awareness
1: uh, character I've seen in really some time. I had a really hard time finding a question for Mangan, and I think I just thought of one. Is there an actor who could have made that character likable? Does an actor like that exist? Because I think Galavanakis might have elevated it but again it it felt like it was written for him it so hurts, i think that's was. why it, yeah i think it's just why it doesn't work and like um it's putting a hat on a hat
0: what the fuck is this character in the hangover's name alan alan yeah. is is also unaware but like delightfully so and kind of makes yeah. the movie in this he's, like he's just he's painfully unaware and it it, it bothers me
1: well there's also in the hangover there's he's the third banana in that movie and you have two straight men kind of counterbalance like balancing that out whereas and you're just stuck with him and Downey the whole fucking time the whole time so he kind of gets exposed here a little bit you know definitely yeah those scenes are those the, the scenes where his bad acting it's just atrocious um The laugh, his him laughing after the monologue about the dad, was just, (laughs) yeah, uh, brutal, absolutely brutal, painful. Yeah, the car accident, they are fucking dead at the scene.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's instantly dead. Like, like on impact, when when the hood of the car hits the pavement, they're dead
1: yeah there's no there's no fucking separated shoulder or whatever he got nope. no sorry he's, like, he's, like, oh, he's I messed, fucking I messed up my collarbone yeah they're they're dead and all the dog got was a cone
0: <laughs> you know yeah
1: but speaking of the dog when he spits on the dog i was like ah, i don't like that that's that's on my list spitting in Sonny's face not not good i'm a, <laughs>
0: I'm a dog man and I, I don't believe in that uh yeah no bueno uh, also not good punching a kid in the stomach
1: Oh, I laughed my ass off when I saw that. I,
0: I, I laughed at it. The kid was a dick. They're kind of like uh, they're grown-up versions of Ricky Bobby's kids. Yes. <laughs> like that when they hit their teens, they become these kids. Um, yeah. But him just socking him in the stomach
1: and then like
0: <laughs> glaring at him when Juliet Lewis comes out, like, we good? We good.
1: Play cool golf, thump you thump you again. I'll thump says. you again. <laughs> I, dude, I don't know. I laughed very hard at that whole. That was actually the, the one scene in the movie when it when it came up. I was like, "Oh right." But th- that kid throwing the fucking dinosaur toy from across the room Graham. Graham. and whack and whacking him in the face, and the way Downey just like just takes it, kind of like a, the snowball in a Christmas story when Ralphie yeah. fucking e- eats the snowball. Like, oh my god, what a champion! Um, I just think that that whole that whole scene was hilarious. But then it cut from. Zach Galifianakis is doing The Godfather, which was whatever. Um, the, the the Todd Phillips cameo is always really funny in his movies. But so that's my yeah. question
0: for Chris, actually. If you could do a little sidebar oh, here. What's yeah. your favorite Todd Phillips uh, movie cameo?
1: Ooh. It's a good question. <sighs> Fuck. I wanna say Uh, i'm i'm juggling two right now and i wanna which which two i'm juggling road trip and old school
0: i don't know if i know the road trip one uh, the road trip one was he tries
1: to put he he tries to put amy smart's foot in his mouth while she's sleeping (laughs) (laughs) okay i need to watch that after that that's that's fantastic and um and (laughs) <laughs> the old know, school one is just hi, I'm here hi I'm here for the gangbang. But his, also uh,
0: his head movement when he says it, he's like hello, um here for the gangbang. Yeah. Like a, like it's a quagmire type of head movement. Uh
1: yeah. Though I think- I, I was gonna say like I don't uh, I don't want to sleep on the one in the hangover where he's just going down on the girl in the elevator and he just kind of stands up like nothing's happening. And his, his line is they uh Bradley Cooper gets in and goes, We're going up. He's like, yeah, yeah
0: we're going up. Nope, you were going you were, you were going down, pal. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Okay. It's, it's a sneaky, it's a sneaky line there. It's very it's, funny.
1: Yeah. I'm going old school. Same. Okay. Same. <laughs> no, no, not old school. Sorry. Sorry. Road trip. Oh, well, I will. Foot in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. Foot in the mouth.
0: I will I will stand up for the gangbang.
1: Okay. Well, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go road trip. I think when you watch it, you'll change your mind. It's fucking hilarious. I will. <laughs> I, other, I have a oh yeah again sorry I was gonna say other cringe worthy scenes but
0: but continue
1: so correct me if I'm wrong they they reference that that Michelle Monaghan and um, or is it Monaghan or is it Monaghan Monaghan I think it's Monaghan yeah Michelle Monaghan and Jamie Fox dated in college but towards the end Robert Downey Jr says take me to my high school sweetheart
0: I mean it happens that high school sweethearts often diverge in college they find themselves they find some other genitals and then they reconvene later in life
1: all right i just i just found that to be a little it bit of a weird
0: a, yeah it could be a little you know uh inconsistency which we are always keeping our eye out for but
1: um yeah i mean like speaking of which it, <laughs> like that picture in the living room with the we're drinking the margaritas yeah it's a little fucking weird
0: the whole the whole storyline is on my is on my list like the whole Daryl and Sarah stuff it's just I don't like it I don't yeah. it's just it's some 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 nasty stuff implied they gave Zach a couple of good lines I guess a couple of good you know moments to try and like uh, point it out but uh, uncomfortable mm-hmm. don't like it uh,
1: in any means but whatever uh, one last thing on my list so they they steal a Federale pickup truck They drive it through the night with the siren on, with no door, and they don't get pulled over from Arizona to Southern California. Yeah, from
0: the border of Mexico all the way to Los Angeles. Like, no federal government, no local law enforcement, there's no APB out, there's no BOLO, there's no nothing about, hey, there's a stolen federal fucking government vehicle (laughs) on the loop, (laughs) demolished with two fugitives, like... (laughs) Like, the and they was like, "Oh, we were gonna let him go anyway, so I guess they could just steal our shit and go on a fucking joyride, like whatever, guys."
1: And they flipped like two dozen cars on the highway <laughs> in Texas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. no bueno. Do you got any more cringeworthy?
0: Did they really name the baby Little Rosie Hyman, or they were just joking around about that? Either way, like the suggestion of naming a baby Little Rosie Hyman,
1: gross. It's uh, it's not good. I I, I don't know. I hope not. Downright gross. Yeah, downy right gross. Get it? Mm. Oof. I'm sorry. That was a that speak, was a speaking of <laughs> cringe worthy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was that was a mm. that was a dud. All right. <laughs> All right. And then, so and then
0: not not necessarily cringeworthy but like sort of, and then derivative like replay mode. uh The soundtrack is basically the Hangover soundtrack, like the same the same cues. Just the the score, whatever you want to call it, is. Same thing, just reused.
1: Okay. You know, I, I I actually in my notes wrote, Tato, top Todd Phillips knows how to put together a soundtrack.
0: Yeah, by using the same fucking one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could I could forgive it. So does Martin Scorsese. 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 <laughs> Speaking of which, I rew I got sucked into the well, you know, I texted you. Got sucked into the last the, the last two fucking hours of Wolf of Wall Street last night.
0: Only only a Scorsese movie can actually do that to you. I got stuck in the last two hours of this movie and loved it. Like, oh, I got the last two hours of Goodfellas, Casino, yeah. Wolf of Wall Street, whatever. Like, name one, but yeah.
1: Seriously, like, I, I turned it on and they're on the boat with uh, Agent Dad and I'm like, oh,
0: fuck. No. Throwing the fucking money at him is so great.
1: Yeah, I got fucking... Yeah, but I, I always make sure to text you if I come across the lemon scene. <laughs> Speaking you of went,
0: laughing so hard my stomach hurts in a, in a in a movie, that's way up there.
1: I mean, I feel like we could digress a little bit, but is that scene the funniest stretch of 10 minutes of that decade? Is there anything I'd, I'd, have, to give,
0: I'd have to give a lot more thought to that. I'm not, I I'm not remotely prepared for that question is Step Brothers the same
1: decade is no Step Brothers is 08 and this is 10 uh how did that come out this is to this is 2010 due date uh wolf of wall street no, I mean, is 2013
0: yeah, 13 okay yeah i don't know i'm not i'm not emotionally or intellectually prepared for that question
1: yeah i mean i think that's something we need to revisit i think we need to do some sort of like award show on here when we hit like 25 episodes or something like that
0: Sounds we are, good. We are in episode um twelve as we twelve.
1: Speak. All right, we're we're halfway there, almost.
0: Number twelve. All right, shall <laughs> we move on to some redeeming moments here?
1: Yeah, I got some quotes.
0: There are there are certainly some quotes here. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess in chronological order, the Juliet Lewis Todd Phillips scene I thought was delightful. I thought I thought those yeah. two characters in this movie were really well done. Like you said, the uh, the Galifianakis Godfather scene, like not not the greatest, but they're their little foray off into that house i thought was was a good, very good scene in the
1: movie well okay so you you didn't think i think the rizza scene yeah he comes out hot fucking throwing a buck 10 yes. just uh, every goddamn word out of his mouth is absolutely he's on my he's on my short list for mvp because <laughs> of that one fucking scene he definitely deserves some some
0: some mention some love I just love i've always loved his cadence his delivery like as an actor as a rapper as whatever like just his his tone of voice and his delivery is so fucking good
1: yeah yeah
0: i could i could just listen to him speak for for a
1: while yeah i love him and then the way he's and the 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 banter that he has with robert downey jr in that scene is just so i mean robert downey jr is so fucking funny yes he's so underratedly funny underrated
0: funny yes agree yeah
1: uh, oh, another great quote. I think too. Forrest Gump ran around. Forrest Gump ran across the country, and he was pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. So. And also, um. So Ethan's headshots. I know we talk about how annoying this character is, but that's a thing amongst actors. Not like to that extreme and to that degree, but like I'm getting new headshots next month. And I got to think of my cop outfit. I got to think of my like blue, like my white collar outfit. I got to think of my down and out dad outfit. It's a and thing. I a suggestion. Yeah. Don't I feel do like Malcolm
0: gonna... X headshot.
1: No, I won't. <laughs>
0: but that is one of the, that is one of the moments, one of his weird lines that made me laugh. Like going through them, he's like, Oh, what's this one? Nerd. He's like, no, Malcolm X.
1: <laughs> outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. Outrageous and hilarious. Um, the 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 masturbating scene in the car it's it's terribly it's i don't know if it's cringeworthy or redeeming it's both the 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 way zach galvanakis throws away that line oh that's me i'm just masturbating
0: (laughs) as if it's no big deal he's got his feet up on the dashboard like he's he's really getting into it
1: but then with the, the 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 line that follows later on when Danny's like I couldn't sleep you really should have masturbated because I had a I had a glorious orgasm and slept like a baby. <laughs> it's so fucked up holy shit and then the yep. masturbating dog whatever I think it that, they took that joke a little too far but but then I think again I think it was like a, a recycled joke of like when Zach Galvanakis has the uh, little what's his name Carlos, Carlos masturbating at the in the in the hangover not at the table Carlos oh god uh, Downey's line <laughs> if you talk I will disembowel you <laughs>
0: That's, that's yeah. to imagine.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> ejaculate is when your urine turns white.
0: That's on that's on the better side of his on a uh lack of awareness. That's just that's just good old good old fashioned stupidity.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um the the shot of him getting flipped when they run over the drain. Oh the uh the, the drainage ditch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, that will come up. That will come back up later for uh for me.
1: Yeah, what else you got for redeeming?
0: Um, the entire Danny McBride scene. Yes, he's talking about throwing one ten. He's fucking flawless. He's in it for what three minutes? Yeah, and is fucking flawless. I got reservations to Chili's. I'm meeting up with my boys. <laughs> uh, and even when they, he, when he spits on the window too, it's just <laughs> that. And uh, they go call the call the cops. Fuck the cops! Here comes the train, choo choo, and then goes into him singing closing time, but like riffs off of it. And, uh, fuck! <laughs> I should I should have I should have written down
1: like the exact lyrics that um that he says. Is this pre or post eastbound and down? Is he uh, is he a star yet? Is he a star? no? Because pineapple express was like oh sex right? Oh he's already he's already like a big toe. He's, yeah, he's, he's
0: like in this, he's in like the ether of like comedy movies. He's not, I don't know if he's a star yet, but he's, like he wasn't a star in Pineapple Express yet, though. Like he's still like a, a third or fourth banana in that. That was 08. East time was 09 to 13. So it's right around there. So it's right when he okay. really starts to like have his own shit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's, he's in this for, for less than five minutes and every line he has, is um is phenomenal. Oh, here. here. Uh, hold on. It's closing time. Time to roll the chilies and chow down with my fucking boys.
1: As he wax, he takes out his like, fucking kneecaps, <laughs> beating the piss out of him. Well, so have you ever seen? Uh, this is the end yeah but it's been forever. I've seen it
0: probably once and it's
1: been forever that movie honestly that might be in my top definitely my top ten might be in my top five funniest movies of that decade and and uh you know rogan and and you know his guy whatever it was like that whole crew of like him and Franco and jonah hill and your your best friend uh Jay Burchell <laughs> um I know how much you yeah. love Jay Barrrichelle.
0: glad show had yeah, stinks.
1: Yeah, I still like it, man versus man seeking woman. It's, it's, it's a great show. anyway, um Seth Rogen said that by far landslide like McBride is the funniest guy out of all of them. And you could tell too, like th- he has he has runs in that movie. There's a scene in this is the end where him and James Franco are having a fucking argument, and they're talking about jerking off and jizz and and all porn and stuff like that. And they're threatening and screaming at each other. I swear to God, in the theater, I, I, I had, I, I, literally almost vomited. I was fucking laughing so hard,
0: <laughs>
1: like, like choking, like, like snot, like it. I, I can't begin to tell you how hard I laughed. I hate when people fucking do that, and like, I want to tell you how hard I laughed. I just did that. Uh, anyway. Anyway. What other, say, uh... please please say
0: something. More quotes. Nothing my dad loved more than jazz music and women's titties. <laughs> I mean, fantastic. Sure, New Orleans is famous for that, but just to like paraphrase it in terms of like your recently deceased dad is really fucking funny to me.
1: Yeah, I um. So the other night as we saw uh, in the vice presidential thing, when the, the fly landed on Mike Pence's head, I was texting with someone and they were like, it's almost as funny as when Janet Jackson's titty popped out, but they spelled titty t i d d y. <laughs>
0: titty.
1: <laughs> titty.
0: <laughs> Fantastic.
1: I won't say who it was. <laughs> so what? Uh, what else do we got?
0: Speaking of Ethan's, Ethan's dad. There, when they're drinking his ashes. Oh God. He finds out, spits it out. And then goes back for a second sip. <laughs> just that—that's where Galavanakis is so fucking good. Like the fact that he just did all that in succession, and I didn't even like—I didn't flinch, but I—I I laughed and like, that's where he's at his best. I feel like it was just yeah, so nonchalant, just like taking that second sip and like, motherfucker, this is sick fuck.
1: Yeah, listen, there, there's nobody like him. There's nobody like him, and. And there are moments like that. Even something that could be as cringeworthy as this movie can be at times, he just, when he's firing at all cylinders, he's so unpredictable that it's, you got to watch. You can't not oh, yeah. watch him, you know? There are certain comedians that I, on some level, I can get sick of Will Ferrell. And I, I think Will Ferrell's the fucking funniest person on the planet. Yeah. I could check out, like, with something about califanacus like, I, I'm like, that that thing of like I I want to see what he does next. I gotta see what he does next,
0: for sure. And and mostly and especially in like his his improv stuff or like his between two friends stuff, more to see the other people's reaction. Like sure, like what he does is gonna be funny and like a little bit weird and a little bit aloof, but to 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 see what like the straight man in the scene does or or in the sketch does is is when you really find out like what he's what he's throwing that day.
1: Yeah, and and Downey is really down he's an incredible straight man because he's just so goddamn funny in his own right and got you know when i watch this movie and i think i'm not huge on the mcu i like the first iron man movie i, I haven't seen all of them um i i feel like everybody is really just kind of linked him to tony stark at this point but god damn it what a great fucking actor he is Yes like there's some the, the, even that moment where he's talking about like that monologue about his father before Galifianakis ruins it with the laugh <laughs> he has like a moment where he like chokes up and then kind of t- you know tweaks his head and it, it's just like he, he's so fucking present and he, he's just got this incredible fucking command of the screen he's he's amazing and I I don't know like I don't think that uh Tony Stark by any means has hindered his career because he's probably a fucking billionaire by now. And he's one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. Like there's a part of me that like wishes that he, he, he just kept doing like indies and dramas and stuff like that. Cause I feel like we were kind of robbed of just, I don't know, just, I, I, there's something more to be had, I believe, you know,
0: there is um i like uh i like his sherlock holmes a lot too Um, yeah i think i think he plays him really well but he kind of got like stuck into like yeah just just big ticket movies like i'm looking at design tv right now and it's fucking six years of just mcu stuff this Doolittle abomination yeah i mean it's, it's it's not a lot outside of sherlock holmes mcu and this really He threw in the judge which uh it's a strange, strange movie. Doesn't um, he
1: shit his pants in that movie?
0: No, Robert Duvall does a lot, I feel like. Oh, okay. It's like two hours of Duvall shitting his pants. <laughs> Fucking poor Tom Hagen.
1: Uh, okay. All right, what else? What <laughs> so else uh, the shot of Ethan throwing the ashes over the Grand Canyon, just gorgeous cinematography.
0: That, that scene in general, like, yeah, sure, it's a comedy and all that stuff, but that scene in general, very sweet, very touching, very well, very well shot like that, that I kept waiting for it to get ruined by something like slapsticky or stupid or goofy, and they didn't, and I couldn't be fucking happier about it.
1: Yeah, I it I, I feared, yeah, I feared that they were going to do like the big Lebowski accidentally yeah. throwing the ashes on themselves, because I've seen that in more than one film, but <laughs> that it, it also, like the the whole "I had your wallet the whole time" is another ridiculously obvious <laughs> reference to that other movie. Um, but the, the 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 quick cutaway from when Downey's on the phone after after he he beats up Zach Galifianakis, the quick cutaway of him on the phone and Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis throwing the coffee can at the back of his. head <laughs> was very funny um
0: yeah there are there are good moments of like physical comedy in in this movie that that to me like that really makes it more of like a todd phillips movie like the the getaway from mexico when they're driving around and Downey's in the trailer and he's just getting like tossed around and yeah the pulls up side by side with him like that feels sort of hangoverish but in a good way not in like a repetitive way like it's it's the stuff that we'd like from this type of movie uh, so I, I, that's on my list. The the, the the getaway Mexico scene is very funny. Yeah.
1: Well, Todd Phillips loves to pay homage to other films. Like that that whole thing on the highway when the truck flips. That's just that's just a Dark Knight reference. Yeah, you know, and even in like uh, in the Hangover, there's that shot from Casino in uh, in Ken Jung's glasses. Like uh-huh. I mean, I mean, Joker is basically a fucking riff on Taxi Driver. Yeah, pretty much um but yeah no i mean i could appreciate that i mean quentin tarantino and paul thomas anderson like all these filmmakers they all fucking you know it's all
0: it's all one big
1: uh it's all one tips and nods
0: and yeah jerk off sessions and all that stuff yeah
1: i was gonna say circle jerk but you said it yep you said hat tips i was like that's a better way to put it and then you said (laughs) it (laughs) um but yeah the yeah and then him running through the door like that whole scene with the gunshot by accident, and then him fucking running through the door was really funny. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, that's really all I have for redeemable. That's it for me too. Yeah, although the uh, the bit that he has with John Cryer at the door in the two and a half men scene was actually pretty funny. I don't oh. like that show.
0: Uh, I'm I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, I've sold it on in both my jobs for many years. It did it did very well for for both companies I worked for, I, I was never a huge fan of it. But yeah, his his scene in that is a really funny way and like a good way to like close the loop and close the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. I actually it fooled me. I actually went on IMDb to see if like galifianakis had like a guest spot.
0: Oh and they just used that?
1: You, yeah, because it could have been. It really could have been. It was yeah. it was believable. Yeah. Yeah. It was good stuff. Yeah, that's all I got for uh for redeeming.
0: All right. Uh could this movie exist in twenty twenty?
1: I'm gonna make the Seinfeld argument. Uh, technology would have gotten them across the country a lot quicker. You have credit cards on your phone. You have Venmo. You have all these other ways of getting resources to get yourself back across the country. That's a
0: great point. I really have no rebuttal. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's it. That's that's the that's the foil. Yep. It's just a, it's just a couple of years before all that shit really becomes prevalent, where you can kind of do whatever you want walletless so yep yeah Good
1: point. i tried to do i tried to do the math too like i went on google maps and it's a 32 hour drive from atlanta to los angeles by car if you don't stop um if you took public transportation you can't get there via amtrak but if you took two greyhounds it would take you two and a half days to get there so he, he it was a wednesday i think mm-hmm. and he had to be there by monday yeah he could have gotten there on a greyhound. Just could saying, have,
0: he could have also like in in to, to your point about like the Seinfeld stuff and the technology. Like, he would have just Ubered there. He has yeah. plenty of money. Like, he's definitely like a well-off guy. Yeah, uh, they were talking about like his, could his company like facts, like who he is or whatever.
1: Do you want to hold on? I I want to. I want. Let's do. Let's. I would like for you to guess how much an Uber would be from Atlanta to Los Angeles.
0: How many miles is it? Uh,
1: I don't know. So thirty.
0: Wait, hold on. Thirty-two hours. Give it. We'll give it forty dollars an hour, whatever. Forty dollars. Forty times thirty-two. You said thirty-two hours it takes to drive. Yeah. I'd say thirteen hundred bucks.
1: Well, it's like I'm afraid to click confirm Uber X because I don't want it to. I don't want to get charged. <laughs> um, hold on. I got. I gotta get. Hold on. Let me get. this. There's, the,
0: there's a. There's a fair estimator online.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let me check right now. Um, Uber fare estimate. Okay, so pickup location Atlanta.
0: Just do like both airports too, like Atlanta, whatever mm-hmm. the main airport in Atlanta is through.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Six grand is that what you're saying? No. No, I I've got twenty one hundred.
0: I have fifty nine ninety five from Atlanta to LA. Really yeah well we should take my car then definitely the <laughs> other way i underestimated how much it would cost
1: but if still, i'm an like, Uber driver, would i do that
0: would i well, would i because, take that fare no because you have to sleep yeah i know but you know like i don't, I don't that know would like, that
1: would suck that would suck if you got in the car and it was like you're all done for the night and it's like yeah los angeles
0: it's so strange. So I did the airports and it's 21, dollars. If you just do the cities, it's $5,000 or 6,000. Oh, get the
1: fuck out of here. Really? Yeah.
0: That's so strange. Damn.
1: Like, well, now we know. Now we do. Now we do. Uh, yeah, that, that's all I got. No Razzie nominees, no Oscar nominees. None of the above. MVP. Wait, wait, get, oh.
0: get, give, give them, give them now is that, it's, it's, it's,
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that.
0: I have, I have three, really two, I guess. Uh, just because it's outrageous the masturbating dog as a gift would be fucking I thought
1: about that night i thought better of it but uh, you clearly didn't
0: <laughs> and and zach in the, and i said i'll get back to the drainage ditch jump him like <laughs> just getting flopped 15 feet in the air it's yeah. a good one and uh i have the coffee spit take but i'm just going to delete that one and say the the drainage ditch jump is is probably the one i've got with.
1: i think um and this might already, probably already exists in the universe, but the check yourself before you wreck yourself.
0: Yeah, that line is is the, like, it was like the trailer line. It was the... It was
1: on, your, on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. MVP. Who you got? I have two nominees. I have Downey and I have the RZA. I could see them. I have, and it's like I
0: said, it's a short, short performance, but I have Danny McBride. He's mm. just, he's just perfect. In his, yeah. short, in his short scene.
1: This is, I think we need to start incorporating like a best supporting actor kind of, you know, like the heat check thing.
0: Okay, yeah. Like best, best non-lead.
1: Yeah. Best scene stealer or some shit like that.
0: Yeah, yeah that's fine. We can work on yeah. We can work that. On.
1: Yeah. But, you don't have Downey yeah. on your list?
0: Uh, I don't just because I was so, once the McBride scene happened that I laughed that hard at it. I'm like, I, I, someone else is going to have to do something fucking... Stupid to steal it, and and Downey's good. He's uh, you know he's he's good, not great in this. Like I I don't know, um, of all the people in in this movie who have made me laugh or smile or feel anything in in movies in their in their career, McBride does his job the best in this movie.
1: Okay, yeah, I mean he wasn't on my list. I I think uh, I think we might be at a stalemate here. That's I'm going I'm going Downey. Okay. And if we're going yeah. short scenes, I, I actually like the Rizzo scene better than McBride. I just something something tickled me about that.
0: It's it's a good scene. It's not better than than resinging closing time about Chili's, yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, cool. I mean, I, I'm I'm happy to agree to respectfully disagree. Fair enough. LVB, LVB. Ethan, Jamie Fox, really. I have just, Harm- I have, it's
0: harmless I have no use for the scene I have no use for the storyline I have no use for like his character's not funny like in, if he's gonna play this kind of role I need motherfucker Jones <laughs> from Horrible well, Bosses
1: what about like Chris Epps wasn't he in he, he was Mike in Epps fuck what about Mike Epps wasn't he in The Hangover <laughs> yeah he was he was Black Doug. yeah they couldn't get him that I think great, that would have like, been funnier. That, yeah. Yes, that, that would have been much funnier. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, I could, I could, I could co-sign that, but I just think that the overall—he's not funny.
0: He's not like it's a waste of an actor of, of his written. caliber. Like he, he can do a lot more than like just be a guy who there's like some suspicion. Did he bang this guy's wife? Is there some like shadiness going on? Like it's just it's a it's a throwaway of a, a big name and a very talented actor.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's his fault, though.
0: No, but the, also because so, so so the characters of the LVP like not him not him personally, but the the character of uh, the
1: idea of the I don't even remember his name. Daryl. Hmm. I don't know. I guess we're gonna have to stalemate this one too. I just think that the whole concept of Ethan just doesn't. I'm work. fine
0: having I'm fine having Ethan as it. Like I said, it's it's underwhelming for him, especially coming off a Hangover. Like it should just be a better. A better performance than than what it was but whatever okay devil's advocate in defense of the critics i kind of defended him in my my opening opening sentence there like yeah yeah and, and you you already pointed out the the plane trains and automobiles thing like we've we've made this point the critics kind of have a point like it's it's a fine not great movie
1: yeah i'm on board with that we can move on tomato rating give me a rating son it is a sixty-five. It is a passing grade. Fifty-eight. Oh, all right, we're close. Yeah, That—that's a—that's a splat. That's that's a—that's just enough for a splat.
0: Splat's trademark. Say something else.
1: Oh fuck you, really? No
0: I'm kidding. <laughs> fuck them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, it's it's you know it's a movie I wanted more from, so it, I I I fail it because I expected mm. more. It does not exceed expectations. I
1: right, mean, I think it's a D plus.
0: Yeah. That's fair.
1: Yeah. All right. Is that it?
0: That's all we got. That's all she wrote. Wanna give the people a little tickle for next week?
1: Um <laughs> I didn't think of this. Wait, hold on. Let me think. Wow. I don't know. Don't fear the reaper. <laughs>
0: so we're, doing, we're don't. doing
1: blue 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 oyster cult? No, don't uh, don't fear the reaper unless you you somehow avert the reaper and then the reaper comes to get you anyway
0: we will be exploring all the creative ways people can die next week in
1: <laughs> final destination the yeah original. yes the original starring devon sawa and ali larder yes and uh sean william scott love it i'm excited <laughs> to watch it i love
0: I'm excited too i love movies like that and saw and and we're in that season of scary slash gory movies so we are going to jump into it with both feet and two buckets of blood
1: two buckets of blood and um i probably when we talk about staten island movies uh experiences in that movie i definitely made out with a girl when i saw it
0: whoa maybe an otta yeah. i know what that means <laughs> you do or you don't wait wait, wait wait say that one more time you do or you don't know what that means did you, did you say
1: TPHJ? ODPHJ. ODP, under the popcorn handjob? No,
0: OTP, over the pants handjob. Over the
1: pants handjob? I thought you said under the popcorn handjob. Also works. <laughs> <laughs> some, nice, some nice buttery lube. All right. Uh, this is going to be on the explicit. Got to click that when I upload this, uh, this fucker. <laughs> All, <laughs> All right. right. Well, that's it. Uh, this is the 40 Under 40 podcast. I'm Chris Russell. He still remains. Chris Mangan. Yes. And we will be back next week with Final Destination. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> Have a good night.